Welcome, everyone, to That Kind of Nerds podcast, a weekly show where we break down the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined, of course, by Josh Burns and Brian Thornton. I thought we agreed we're the Bernstons. Not, I'm not, I'm not doing that every week. That's mm. unacceptable. It is. I, I don't like it. This week's episode is also brought to you by our uh, executive producer, I should say, really, for this month, Brian Roman. He is a contributor to our Patreon campaign. Uh, if you are interested in uh, getting some topics ahead of time or supporting the show, you can go to patreon.com slash that kind of nerd. And, and if you make a donation of $30, you too can be just like Brian and be an official sponsor of this episode. I want to call him executive producer, though, because Brian's a pretty cool guy. Yes, if if you could start, you know, if you're going to name an executive producer, then at least start by pronouncing his name correctly. I, I don't understand. I said Brian Roman. Mm, Brian. You're not Brian. saying it right. Brian? Brian, can you hear that he's saying Brian wrong? Just... And we have to start this week with a, a correction because I am stupid. You heard it here and probably every week. They've um, heard it a couple times. Last week, we were talking about Lego Marvel's uh, Superheroes 2, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's totally already out. Apparently, I don't need to I, – I need to learn how to read. You also need to learn how to speak. Because it's not available <laughs> until later this year. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, because apparently the game is not coming out until uh, November 14th, so it's still in pre-order, and there was a trailer came out for it, and I, for some reason, don't know how to read. And, uh, you know, uh, my bad. I apologize. Uh, so anyway, my apologies, Marvel Superhero 2. I didn't mean to slight you. You're yes, Marvel is so upset with you. Marvel's very upset at me. They wrote many letters. So uh, we are here this week to talk about many things, but there is one thing that we're going to start the show with, and I want to give a spoiler alert. We are going to be talking about uh, Wonder Woman. Uh, all three of us have Wonder seen Woman! it. Uh, we all apparently have some different opinions on it, which I'm very interested to hear because we haven't talked about it yet. But if you're one of those people who hasn't seen the movie or doesn't want to hear someone discuss it anymore, you can go right to our show notes and you can see yes, if you're our timestamp. sick of the Wonder Woman talk. <laughs> uh, you can go to our uh, show notes. You can see a timestamp and you can actually skip by it. But if you're just like tired of the Wonder Woman talk, let me tell you, the three of us have some fun things to say about this. You're definitely going to want to stick around. And if you haven't seen Wonder Woman, seriously, what do you do on the weekends? Get your ass together go to the movies it's not that take hard. your kids it's enjoyable let them play in yes. the jungle gym while no, you're on your again phone. stop making that happen and why do you want to teach your kids that it's okay to just like if you misbehave I i'll gas I, you I, and you'll die it, it, i i just love your reaction at this point you're gonna make that thing a reality and i don't like it okay so let's 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 talk about this because we haven't talked about wonder woman at all josh because you were not able to see it last week uh, and Brian and I already kind of gave our impressions, uh, spoiler free. What did you think about this movie? Uh, the the first part, uh, like right in the beginning of the movie, very distracting because of all the children on the jungle gym. Stop trying to make that a thing, guys. <laughs> so Stop it. It was, uh, that was, uh, so I thought the first, how much time do they spend like, Building up the island story. How long was that into the movie? Uh, I would say it's about at least the first forty-five minutes. Mm-mm. At least I don't think it was that long. I don't think it was that long. She gets I, would, I would say thirty minutes to, to forty-five. Okay, about the time where she was uh, being trained, she was a little bit older. What are we talking about? Twenty minutes, twenty-five minutes. Tw- tw- about twenty-five minutes before the before the whole Chris Pine landing and the the ocean yes. thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. The first twenty-five minutes were so bad. That when Chris Pine finally got on the island, I fell asleep. That's when I fell asleep. I, 
I woke up, uh, like Christian woke me up actually. Um, and, and they were, where were they? Um, where were they after England? Um, they were heading to Belgium. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So they're in that small I village. Missed, I missed England completely. Oh man. So, and then what, and then when I woke up, I thought this isn't good at all. Oh, like, man. Not, the problem. And, and be, maybe because Chris Pine was the best part of the movie that I went, this is this is not good. She's not good. This is not good. <laughs> no. Okay. So you missed the whole fish out of water. You missed the whole No, comedy. she was a fish out of water right up until the credits rolled. Yeah, but, oh, man, you missed the whole was the funniest part about this entire movie. It gave her so much more charm. She was so much better in Batman versus Superman. This was awful in comparison to what her role in Batman versus Superman. What? She was better in Batman versus Superman. Oh my, Brian. Okay, so tell, Brian, can you tell Josh what he missed? Like why that scene actually is, why that 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 whole act is. Just tell him what he missed. He's cracking his knuckles. He's gonna take. He a deep is breath, uh, taking Jim some glass, right? He's taking some some grass, putting it on the field. See how the wind is blowing. Ladies and gentlemen, Brian Thornton says up to the T. Quiet, please. Quiet, please. Josh, you're wrong. <laughs> no, um, Josh, you missed. You missed. All of the character development, character development is exactly what you missed. You missed all of the character development of her. You missed all of the chemistry for the most part between her and Chris Pine. You missed her whole motivation, the whole motivation for the movie. You missed that middle 40 minutes. You missed the movie. Uh, Maybe, but it was so bad in the in the in the beginning it was so bad it in the wasn't beginning. So bad it wasn't in the so beginning. bad in the beginning, dude. I just, I had, I mean, from the moment the 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 movie started, I'm I'm watching it. I'm I'm, and I was excited for it, very excited for it, and I just went, this is not interesting, and I fell asleep. Did you? Did you? Did you see? Did you see No Man's Land? You saw that part. What part is No Man's Land? Where they're in the trenches, and she she comes out she's got the she comes out of the <laughs> trench to traverse what they call no man's land nope because no, no one i don't can recall traverse. this at all no because he saw the, the that the is only, like the yeah. best scene in yep. the damn movie yep josh only saw when they came to the village and that is like the pinnacle of her character development and, and of his character development like <sighs> you and missed the beginning the should have been better part. if it was the beginning better was good I, I don't think it was good i thought i thought robin wright was bad i thought it was bad josh i think you're bad Maybe just for this moment, maybe for just for the next 10 minutes. CJ, this this movie was totally forgettable for me. <laughs> yes, because you didn't see it. You sure. didn't see the best sure. part of the movie. Sure. If you it don't just, see the it, whole movie, from, of course, from the very you can beginning, it. it didn't hold my attention at all. I warned you there was build up. I warned you. Dude, there was a slow, I, I, this slow beginning. No, thank you. This I, is I, ridiculous. Maybe, but I it's, look, I didn't. It wasn't interesting enough for me not to sleep through. You it. didn't even get to the first fight scene where all the Amazons are being awesome and shooting like the arrows. Yeah, like I saw, yes, I saw down. that scene. Like that's right when he got there. I saw that scene. But then that you fell back awesome. asleep. I'm hold on. Wait, 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 wait. I'm confused when you fell asleep. I, I fell asleep after that. How? It wasn't. I didn't think it was very good. I'm so like, you saw an epic battle and then was like, I will go to sleep. They, no, they're just getting mowed down. I'm like, all right, well. They really didn't no, get mowed down. They did get mowed down. The Germans they, got mowed down. The Amazons only lost like three people. The Germans got mowed. They, the people are dying. You're firing arrows and you're dying. Only three people know. died. I, all right. 
Three people died. It's Robin like a- Wright does this sweet like kickflip in the air and like shoots three hours. At- what? What is wrong with it, you? No, I, I saw. I look. I saw it. I just. I was. I'm like. I've. I've seen this before. I'm not. I wasn't it, interested. Oh, you haven't seen it before. That's the ah. Come on. What I Snow White interested. and the Huntsman? Is that the only thing you're gonna say? Oh yeah, it's all this kind of thing before. Uh, maybe maybe fight on I beach. don't know. Who hurt you? <laughs> yeah. Show us on the Wonder Woman doll. I don't have you? to. I don't look. I was super excited for it. I didn't like it, and I slept through it because it wasn't interesting. I'll watch it again when it comes out on iTunes. Uh, no, it's way too like at that point you're gonna be so late, and then there's a few months from now you're gonna be like, "Hey guys, you're right. I shouldn't have slept through that scene. It was actually pretty darn good. It was much better than Batman vs Superman." My opinions change. My opinions change about stuff after after multiple views, but I'm not going back to the theater to see it because here's what's gonna happen: it's gonna build up again, and I'm gonna fall asleep. I'm calling it right now. It'll be on DVD by November, late November. I know, but I don't want to have to wait till November for what. For you to see logic and light and realize that this is actually one of the greatest DC movies or even superhero movies that's been well, out in the recent the, time. Listen, listen, first off, first off, not the greatest superhero movie. Secondly, secondly, we we got to remember who we're dealing with here because Josh likes Batman v Superman. Right. So then he'll he love saw this. It, he You'll saw it a, on the iTunes and he enjoyed it. Right. Well, he saw the extended cut. Okay. Or, or, sure. Sure. So everyone can like it when you fix part of the movie. Even the extended cut, it, it has major flaws. I, I know, but at least it's better than the theatrical cut. I, I, I feel your I feel your pain. But okay. my point is, Josh has seemed very um, defiant and wants to just be the exact opposite of everything we think about DC. <laughs> Blatantly, I, I think Josh secretly likes this movie, but he's just doing this to anger me. <laughs> And I would not put it past Josh at all. Can we can we get Christian on the show for the next? Like, and he you thinks know, I'm hour? crazy, dude. He loved because it. he saw the movie. You Christian didn't loved see the it. movie. Zoe loved it. Zoe Laura loved, loved it. it. None of them understood why I fell asleep. I'm telling you right now, we've already heard Christian. I, I want to hear Zoe's opinion because when we went to see Guardians, Zoe was so pumped for this. She wanted me to go with you guys. Are you kidding, dude? She's been like running around the house doing Wonder Woman moves for good a for week. her. Like good practicing her. the whole like the the whole. Using your wrist to block. Get shit. her a lasso. Let her. Let her. She's wrangle. already said. She's like, I, I'm Wonder Woman for Halloween. I'm. I'm Wonder Woman. That's Good for it. her. I, okay. Good. You're Wonder Woman. I think it's wonderful. I love that she loved it. I not. You know what I didn't do? I didn't. I didn't debate with my family why or tell them I hated but it. That's I why said, you have us. I felt literally is what this podcast is for. Guys, I fell asleep. Right. The the opening of the movie, the first thirty minutes, whatever it were, they they weren't good enough to keep me awake. That's all there is to it. That sounds like a you problem, though. That doesn't sound uh, like well, the movie's man, fault. I'll, but I'm not saying it was a bad movie. I said I didn't like it. I didn't think it was very good. It wasn't interesting. Wait, hold on. How is it's not very good? Not it's a bad movie. He's not. But his point is he's not condemning us for liking it. He not just at all. didn't care. I'm for not it. saying you guys are wrong. I did. I I don't. I don't once. I haven't once disagreed with your assessment. I don't think you're wrong. I'm saying I didn't like it. As excited as I was about it. I didn't like it, like to the point where I fell asleep. Didn't like it. And just for a frame of reference, how often do you fall asleep at movies? Um, fifty percent of the time. All right. Well, at least it's not like a oddity. No, it happens all the time. If I'm not interested, I fall asleep. I f- I fall asleep. Uh, you know what? Probably more often than not, actually. So probably, probably like seventy five percent of the time. More than fifty percent. Yeah. Be like Inside Out. I fell asleep there. There are there are points in that movie. I just you can fall asleep during Inside Out. I'm okay with that. 
Um, you know, shit like that, right? I mean, obviously, most of the kids' movies, that's I'm um, just out. Yeah, kids' movies I can give you. Hotel right, Transylvania did, 2, Kubo, uh, yeah, fall asleep during those. Star Wars, no fall asleep there. Right. Um, Guardians, no fall asleep there. Um, so there's so there's an, there's an honest likelihood that you're going to watch this at home when it comes out and not fall asleep. Yeah, I tell you what, if if I fall asleep the first time I watch it at home, we've got problems. All right, so, so then... <laughs> I'm still shocked by this. So let's talk about so let's talk about what you missed because I think this would would kind of give you a better picture and kind of give you a, a good movie and I think it's one of the things that made this movie better than any of the DC movies that are that are in this extended universe. Let me tell you before you try to convince me using spoilers what my biggest problem was. Please. And that's that's uh, also I was corrected by by Laura and apparently it's it's like Gal Gadot and not but I'm not. No, just, she's that, French. No, uh, she's Israeli. She's Israeli. She's Israeli. Uh, so, but okay, uh, it's just easier for me not to pronounce that T at the end. So, Gal Gadot. Uh, I think my biggest problem was. No, I know my biggest problem was. She seemed to me as as green at the end of the movie as she was in the beginning. She seemed soft. She didn't seem a badass to me. Now, if you're saying that everything I missed is going to change that I thought she was green in the beginning, I felt like she didn't really evolve much at the end. That's how I read it. I disagree with that assessment. Okay. But I understand how you got there. I do. I I, I can see your frame of reference for that and, and read that as not a huge development within the character, especially to where she is in BVS. Saying, right. How did we get from there to there? Like, where's right. the I, and I and and maybe so maybe if we're if I'm saying I'm basing everything on I loved her in Batman versus Superman. I loved her and I was so excited because of that. And I don't feel like she lived up to that. And I I understand. I just I don't agree, but I understand where you're coming from. I can I can see how you got there. Brian's still like I hate you. you <laughs> Brian's got some serious. Uh, and go fuck yourself, so. Josh. Why have you disappointed me so oh so bad? I I think the reason you feel that way is because you missed the most pivotal scene in the movie, which is the no man's land. So scene. let's talk. Let's talk about a few things. So here's what made this this movie really great. Right, this is a character who you're right started Bambi eyes right in the beginning right oh it's it's all just oh I have to stop uh, Ares from destroying the world in Ares 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 it still was at the end um, yeah, no the, the the whole point is that the doe eyes comes from the fact that she thinks all the evil in man's world is created by one one god Ares right and she realizes that by the end of the movie she realizes that yes that's not the case mankind is not perfect but it's still worth fighting for She's still green. She is still a rookie by all standards. Yes, but she's not. I wouldn't call her soft. I I would still just. I I, I don't think she's at BVS scale. And and you're right, Josh. There's a hundred years and blah blah blah. But I I just don't think she's there. Yet. And her whole thing in this movie and as a character is that yes, I'm a warrior. Yes, I will I will cut you as soon as look at you. But her whole thing is that I am all about fighting for peace and love and and hope and that's her thing and what i loved is that she sees the flaws within humanity right she realizes that it isn't aries that the human race is inherently flawed but she loves us anyway and she'll still fight for us on our side anytime that we need it like she's still outraged that the germans were were killing millions of people 
She was still outraged that there was war. She was still outraged at what we were doing as a, as a, as a collective species and, and, and civilization. But she was willing to still defend us and still and still be there and still be a, a beacon of hope and still challenge power You know when she has the opportunity to. I'm going to watch it again. I'm gonna watch it again when it hits iTunes. Obviously, it's already pre-ordered. Like, and you know, and here's oh, the, here's the scene you miss, Josh. She's at um, she walks into what looks like a parliament meeting, maybe if like a defense cabinet. This is like the entirety of parliament, and she's a woman who walks in there, and of course, all the you know, all the upper lip British people say, "Oh, a woman, St- a woman!" All the stuffed shirts, yeah. Oh, how could a woman be in here? How dare she! And then she gets into a general's meeting later on, right? Because uh, Chris uh, Chris Pine, oh, the wonderful Chris Pine, uh, is given an intel report, and then um, she or Chris Pine, yes, Chris Pine, is which Pryne is actually said last week. to answer Laura's question, is actually a, a mixture of Chris Pine and a prawn. I don't know if you saw it in the movie. <laughs> I, I thought it was but a he combo was there. between Chris Pratt and Chris. No, Pryne. you can't. You can't mix Chris Pratt and Chris Pine. Then you're just making a completely ge- perfect genetic human being that makes no sense <laughs> you can't have perfection she challenges a, a general and she she speaks up and she says you know how can you treat some people's lives more importantly than yours and you're a coward and she stands up to this this person this general and it it really motivates chris pine's character to go do a stupid foolish suicide mission in his mind to go ahead and, and to to go fight for her cause, and that's where she starts to get her faith in humanity. I disagree. I, I agree, but disagree okay. at the same time. Go ahead. I don't think that's the moment. I think Chris Pine's character, Steve Trevor, Steve Trevor is going to go on this mission no matter what. And she even says it when they, they when they leave that when they're at the bar. She's like, "You were going to do this no matter what." The moment where he where he decides that. This is somebody worth supporting and worth fighting behind is that no man's land scene. That is why this scene is so important because you spend five to seven minutes of them walking up to the trench and walking towards the trench and trying to get to Belgium. And she's seeing all this death, all this destruction, and she just wants to help. Yeah. And they keep on telling her, no, no, that's not the mission. You need to keep moving. And there comes to the point where she just says, all right, enough is enough. I need to do something. I have the power to do it. I'm going to do this. And she goes out into this field of death. No one has been able to cross this field at all For without dying. Huh? For, a For year. years. Yeah. For years. And she does this by herself. And then that's when Steve Trevor turns to the other guys and like, she's taking all the fire. We need to go support her. And not only that, but not only is she just taking all the fire we need to support her, but she's distracting them so the point that we can flank them and we can actually have a chance. Like, this is the hope that we've been looking for. Right. That's the moment that connection that you're talking about happens. And there's so many times in in other movies, right? So not just superhero movies, in, in other movies that it is, hey, yes, something terrible is happening over here, but we're going over there and it's for the greater good. And at the end of the day, it's going to it's gonna balance out what's happening in front of us. So if we can keep moving past this and use this as motivation, at the end of the day, even though we're far away from it, we we still made the right choice. And she goes, nope, it's it's the wrong choice. Uh, and it, it speaks to let's let's honestly think about what we're doing and, and how it's going to impact everybody. And at the end of the day, that actually leads them to a more successful uh, mission, um, even though, you know, unfortunately, um, you know, that town is attacked. It makes the town attack too a little more devastating. It really just it right. Because really, they just went through all that stuff to 
to liberate that town. Right. And the town was celebrating. The town had life and, and it had vitality back to it. And it was And that's also they, they, that's also the first time you hear uh, the Scottish guy. Chris Pine makes a very big note of saying this. It's the first time I've heard him sing in years. Yeah. Like, like that's the moment where everybody's like, oh, my gosh, like there's hope. There's this there's there's something that, that is worth fighting for. And it's all because of her. She's the one who spearheads that. She's a better symbol for hope than Superman is. We said that last week and that but that's the moment. But that's the moment you realize this girl, this woman is the beacon that and setting in a world war one was was probably the best thing they could have thought of absolutely because it's one of the the dirtiest most ruthless wars in history that's the beacon of hope you're hoping for when like in such despair and just pure hopelessness yes the she which is what made this movie so good yeah, this world is not all doom and gloom. It's it's not all dark and gritty. There's actually light. You know, there's actually a ray of light at the end of the tunnel. You actually get somewhere that feels hopeful, and it's direct impact based off of a character's choices. Which honestly, the the DC universe has been lacking in all of its movies. Now that we talked about what I liked, let's talk about what I don't like. I have one complaint. Okay, I hope it's the same as mine. Go for it. We'll see if it's the same of your as yours. So my complaint with this movie. It, it, it comes at the end of the of the like third act, last half hour, forty minutes of the movie, because yeah, we we know Wonder Woman's Wonder Woman's trying to stop Ares, right? She she first off throughout the entire movie, we have no proof that Ares exists. You're 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 spent keeping t- this entire movie thinking that maybe she's a little nuts, maybe drink, she just doesn't Kool-Aid realize. And was like, yeah, 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 maybe she just doesn't realize that that mankind is evil to one another, and they don't need any god to control them. But then, great, you find out that Ares is, in fact, real, is, in fact, a big bad. Here's the thing. Two two issues for, for me when it, come, it, it comes to the villain, and unfortunately, because I don't think, first off, we spend two hours of this movie, and th- your main hero and your main villain don't ever really cross paths with one another until yes. the very end. Their motivations are very unclear. And Ares' motivation, especially, is very unclear. And he, even though he's had meetings with her throughout the movie, has seen her, does nothing to actively stop what she's trying to do. Right. So there's no conflict there, with the exception of the fact that we're in the middle of World War One. Yeah. The only thing I think Ares, uh, the only thing I think, uh, I agree with you. So we're on agreement on this. I think the only thing Ares is trying to do is the same thing that Emperor Palpatine did. Yes, let the age fill you. Come to the dark side, kind of right, thing. Right? He's trying. He's Get trying the, to flip her. Well, and I imagine again, I'm not. To, I'm just trying to explain. It. I'm not defending it. I think he's trying to get her to go to this place, see the devastation, see how bad humanity is, right? See that even if she kills Ares, right, and she thinks that, oh no, I I killed him, but yet nothing changed. That she, he can lean on that moment and just turn her into a, a a villain i that's a terrible plan i don't like that won't work at all he does nothing does to actively try to do that at all Un- until the end until he talks until to the, her in the tower until I the very end wholly agree you have a, a many other chances to influence other people around you right to make her do something i agree my uh, my other issue is it took me forever to realize that that was aries because the way they set it up so i, I need you to remember at the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. they talk about how aries Flipped out, killed all the gods. Yes. And Zeus then used the last of his strength to kill Ares, right? Yes. 
Well, to strike a blow. Strike a blow. Right. Now, fast forward to the end. He he goes through his backstory talking about how he had this last bit of remaining strength and he had to stay underground and all of this other stuff. I'm not joking. For the longest time, I thought, maybe this isn't Ares. Maybe this is Zeus, who's just sick of humanity and sick of his creation. And it was never really explained. Like, it was never truly shown that, like, yeah, this is Ares. He had lightning powers, which also made me think, okay, maybe this is actually Zeus. And I've talked to multiple people who felt the same way. Like, multiple people who were like, I wasn't really sure. I knew he was a god, a Greek god of some sort, but I wasn't really sure if he was supposed to be Ares or not. Here's your, why does he have, so why does he have lightning powers? Because he's Zeus's son, so he gets to have lightning powers. I Again, not defending, explaining. I agree with you. Not right. defending, explaining. Well, she kind of has could have, him too, right? Well, she has What's a that? power, not necessarily light, well, lightning, but yes. Right, but I mean, she, she wasn't, she wasn't devastated by his attacks. So Correct. Right, so like there's, I don't think there's, I, I don't know. I, I didn't get that. I, I, I can see where you get that, Brian. I was pretty, I just thought like the, the third act was, was a little muddy. And I said last week, it is nothing that makes me think this movie is bad in any way. But I, I feel like it could have used a little bit better explanation. Here's the, here's the thing that my wife said. I really enjoyed this movie. This is pretty much a really close approximation to Captain America, the first Avenger. Same kind of formula, just throwing this God aspect to it and, you know, Red Skull and Ares. And I was like, I, I mean, you want to make that correlation. I, I completely understand. Everybody was going to make that correlation moving into this, knowing what this movie was supposed to be. Uh, I get it. I, I don't agree with it. I think yep. they did a, a, something same, different. Same thing, explaining, not defending. I'm just explaining what was told to me. I think they did something different and something better with this. Here, here's what I will That's say. I, I do like I do like the fact that it wasn't dark. I do like the fact that this this movie had actually more color in it, as we talked about, too. It's not washed out of color. Wonder Woman's costume pops and actually gives you a sense of, you know, heroic. The blues look blue. Take notice, freaking Superman. Um, I, I like this. I think this movie is far superior to Batman vs. Superman, far superior to Suicide Squad. I know there's only three movies to compare this against when it comes to that. This is where they need to raise the bar. This is the movie that they need to continue to run with and this is a character who is now fleshed out and this this movie delivered everything i wanted it to be and a little more and i liked aries as as the villain i liked the fact that i don't think we're gonna be seeing much of him again um you know probably I, not i i, he's, I a, he's a god who, who knows uh, right but um you know what i did like they killed the love interest yeah uh, yes they, and again in steve rogers fashion let me get into the plane and yeah, I mean, it's Steve Rogers fashion, but he but he did he did a, the ultimate sacrifice yes. and not and the, the nice thing about it was it wasn't for her. It wasn't I need to save this damsel. It was I need to stop this war and I'm going to I did like sacrifice that. myself to do this. They didn't play into the sorry. Tour. And I love the way they did that where you couldn't hear what he said to her at first at all. And then they, and then she remembered and she played it back. Oh, like, wait, that's a great way to tell a story. That's a great way yeah, to tell very a well story. Done. And then the watch, and you know when he's handing over the watch, you know what he's doing. But, you know, Wonder Woman's all, like, dazed and confused and doesn't really put two and two together right away. Just so good. Um, what did you think about the Ares costume, by the way? Because I sat next to a comic book nerd who practically just his pants. It's exactly like the comic book okay. costume. He was just it was like, very, very well done. He was grabbing his phone going, dude. Dude. Yeah, it, it was solid. Come down. I mean, and, and I, when they sh- reveal who Ares is, I'm like, really? This this guy? The only, the only thing I thought of was, do we have to keep the mustache? 
Does the mustache yes. have to stay with Yes, Aries? the mustache is sign of evil. <laughs> the bushier, the more evil. It's the melodramatic villain sign. Yeah. No, I mean he he looked he looked awesome. And that fight scene was great and okay. all the action in Can it was, was awesome. Can I say one thing I didn't like that was just visual and filmmaky? The slow motion spins through the air way too many. It'd be there really was impressive. A lot of that. It would be impressive I, I if we could just see that. her moving fast and be like, "Fuck, she is fast." But a lot I, of slow I, motion. I, I can kind of agree with that. Other but, than that, but but they did a lot of slow motion stuff with her lasso, and every time, yeah, she kicks like that's, thirty people's rear ends with her lasso. Was great. That was awesome. Slow mo the lasso, fine. But every time she like jumped in the air and did a, a slight, uh, she like tilted her hair the one way. It'd be like slow mo. It's like a little overkill. Um, bottom line, like this movie. Brian, did you like it more than Batman vs. Superman and Suicide Squad? Yeah. League's better. League's better. Streets ahead. It was awesome. All right. Well, if you've just come back from skipping the Wonder Woman conversation, first off, again, just go see the movie. Wonder Woman. Come on. Um, that's, first off, not what you've done any other time we brought up Wonder well, Woman. Well, now I'm, I'm bringing up the 70s show, okay? I like I like that. I like that actually just as good. Yeah. You want that? I do. Now that we've done a comic book movie, I think it's only appropriate to move into the world of comics, how it's affecting TV and uh, the movies. More importantly, how it affects me. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk! And this is awesome because as we are recording, they just dropped a uh, teaser trailer for Black Panther. Can you call this a teaser trailer? This is solid two minutes. No, yeah, but the teaser trailers have been two minutes long. The, yeah. The, the, work, the, the work that they've done... With these trailers has been fantastic, and this one was bad ass. Whatever companies yeah. start making trailers, keep that shit up. Well, it just starts out, man. It starts out with the you know every we've been looking everywhere for it, you know, and you're going, this is gonna be, and just the flashes that you're seeing of Wakanda and of the Black Panther, you're going, this is gonna be awesome, and then when you get the reveal, holy shit, Michael B. Jordan, holy shit. So, Brian, give me your impressions. Give Holy me- hell. Those are my impressions. Holy hell. I'm so excited. This movie is going to be fantastic. This took everything that we liked about Black Panther and Civil War. And now I get to see two and a half hours of it. Yes, please. Yes, please. I want it all. I want it all right now. And look, so that what I got from it was it feels like the studio thinks they have such a winner that this is going to be sort of the next Iron Man type right? where, yeah. where we have where we have an amazing actor adapting and outshining the comic book character a bit. Yeah, this, this is this, this has a different tone to it and it has much more gravity to it. It feels like this is uh, like a new beginning right or a new place that you can be like oh you haven't seen a whole lot of or the avengers a movies? New jump off at least yeah absolutely oh come come watch black panther i think you'll like it and then you can watch the other ones i think it's a great place to, to you know try you to don't suck think so brian audience. no i agree i was sniffling allergies <laughs> sorry actually i was just clearing the tears from my eye from this trailer dude the cast looks the cast looks amazing on this too i mean just the the amount of, of actors and quality of them is is Blowing my mind, uh, and I, I cannot wait to see what's going on. Plus, just the the contrast to what we've seen within the MCU compared to this movie looks great. This looks very different 
than anything else we've seen. It, it, it really is going to draw you in and create a big world for you to explore. It looks different because it's tribal. Like I don't, I don't see other than other than it being at, at like at the very least sort of sort of native and tribal. Uh, and then there's a there's a real contrast between that and then like spaceships taking off and shit, right? So like I don't I don't think it's any different from a, a Marvel comic universe uh, approach. I think the setting is vastly different. Yeah. Okay. That's all. Yeah. No. I, I guess that's what I, I guess that's what I'm picking up on and horribly explaining. All right. You're right. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. It, yes. It felt very much. Uh, that you know we we've set this in a place very ancient and there's all this modern technology coming out to some degree i thought about i swear to god to some degree i thought about the movie comic <laughs> and i'm like there's people like these hunters think about these hunters right that's sort of what they they got trapped by a bunch of shit they couldn't control and it was you know it's it's a crazy like I, you know not not machine guns around the perimeter type thing but that's that scene where the hunters got trapped the explorers sort of got trapped right and caught that's where I thought here's here's a very weird parallel, but I didn't think it was any different from any any of the recent Avengers stuff from a technology perspective. I think that it's interesting and I like that they're expanding upon the view of the Wakanda, you know, sort of drive for technology supremacy that that they talked about in Civil War. They're they're driving that forward and, and giving you an idea of really how advanced it is. That's cool. But the fact that they're hiding that from the outside world, here's my question, right? There's it's the scene. It's secret. It's not high, like, uh, yes, hiding, but like they don't. The, but it, they're not they, telling they, everyone they else, hey, we got flying, we got flying ships. Right, because people come in and they start poking around. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure the movie is not going to leave Wakanda for most of it. I'm not so positive. If it's in Wakanda most of the time, right? Does everyone have access to this? Tech? My question is this. He dot, like he gets shot at with a bounce of bullets, right? And he just bounce right off him. He's like, dude, like Hello, vibranium. Fuck off. Right. He's got a suit lined with vibranium. Right. But you also got to remember those people shooting at him are not from Wakanda. Right. 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 Who the villain? What What does the villain have that can stop that? Because he's got superhero Superman syndrome just right now from this two minutes. What is the? So villain? I'm pretty sure Michael B. Jordan's character, who you're so excited for, is a villain from Wakanda who has all access to that kind of technology. That's what Andy Serkis's character is. Also, I know a villain named Claw who also right. has access to that stuff. Perfect. That's what I want. I want to make sure the playing field is even otherwise. It, well, it is most certainly even. The the I read the Michael B. Jordan character as sort of the the young rebel rising from the native tribes. Yes? You know, I, 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 I again, I got to brush up on my and, Black Panther. And, and to be fair, I we, didn't, we saw the trailer maybe once and then we came to record. So, I mean, like, we haven't got a whole lot like, of that adjust like yet. He didn't, he didn't look friendly. Right, I got at first. I only watched the trailer one time, but yeah, I he is most certainly a villain. Eric Killmonger is, is uh, who oh, the uh, name Michael is B. Killmonger. Is that, is that the, that's the character named Killmonger? Yeah, no, I think so, he's a bad guy. No, he's definitely a good guy. Killmonger, absolutely friendly name. Killmonger is he's just not the guy you work way. out with. You know, he just goes to the grocery store yeah, with you. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, who's coming? Well, me. Uh, the Bernstons will be there. The the Meltons as well. Uh, well, Killmonger. Uh, you know what? I can't make it. I can't make it. <laughs> <laughs> but it has nothing to do with Killmonger. It's really it's the baloney slacks of the Meltons. I can't <laughs> I can't handle it. Killmonger's a good dude. Can you ask tell him to meet me at Starbucks uh, you know next who, week? You know who'd be great? Killmonger and Taserface. Those two hang <laughs> out together so good. under the naming conventions. You done making fun of comic book names now? Taserface was bad. Taserface was bad. But they mocked it, so I like the fact that they mocked it. 
I don't know well, if anyone's I, gonna, I, I doubt they're going to mock Is anyone going to mock Killmonger? <laughs> no, because his name is freaking Killmonger. It was Killmonger. <laughs> I answered your question. Killmonger is a Black Panther supervillain, as, <sighs> as well as Ulysses Claw, who are both prevalent in this trailer. I'm excited to see what kind of turns out of it. I don't know what they're going to do if Claw's just going to be like a warlord. Or if they're gonna give him Claude his, does, hoping he's he not. does he does hate the Panther. He also hates uh, Trixie Hobbitses. He doesn't <laughs> like them either at all. No, he does not. Oh, Lord of the I can't I can't look at that guy. I can't look at him. Trixie Hobbitses, we hates them. I can't look at him. Sorry, I'm just dumbfounded. Anyway, why? Because I, I, I. How is that guy any other character for you? Because it was a CGI character. <laughs> it wasn't but really no, his face. But no, but Smeagol. Or... You saw Smeagol. You saw the transformation. Now I can't I can't get it out of my head. Okay. All right. We're all excited. We all feel good. You can watch the trailer right here in our show notes if you haven't seen it already. While uh, you two assholes were fucking off about the name Killmonger, I watched it again. <laughs> just FYI. It was Killmonger. <laughs> all right. So, Brian, there is actually some comic book news happening right now. Uh, and right meow? Right meow. Right meow. Can Actually, you, right meow. Right meow. Can you tell us what's going on in the uh, the DC Universe in comics? Oh, you mean Bruce Wayne proposed a Catwoman? Yep, that's exactly it. Uh, okay. Did, did I bury the lead? No, you just like... No. Is I, it, I, still, I, is it I still Selena Kyle or is it somebody else? Still Selena Kyle. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm not caught up on my Batman. I have them all sitting here. Sure. But you texted me and asked me if it was a big deal. And I was like, of course it's a big deal. They've been playing this cat oh, and God, bat I game you were gonna say. forever. And also, uh, it wasn't just you who thought it was interesting. Our uh, producer for this month, Brian Roman, uh, left the message on our Patreon page asking us uh, a little bit about your thoughts on, on this event. So Brian Roman sent us a very, a very lengthy prediction. It's not even a question for me, but I'm going to comment on his prediction. And... Due to the length of this, I, I will definitely try to button it up a little bit. Um, <laughs> button. Anyway, uh, speaking of buttons, uh, they just wrapped a, a story between Batman and the Flash called The Button, which, uh, long story short, uh, during the Rebirth uh, arc where we brought back some of the old storylines in the DC universe, uh, we're also firmly implanting the Watchmen universe into DC continuity now. And in that story, uh, Flash and, and Bruce end up going to the Flashpoint universe, where in Flashpoint, <clears throat> um, Thomas Wayne is Batman, and Bruce ends up actually dying in the alley, and Thomas Wayne picks up this vendetta to become the Batman and kind of right those wrongs. Um, so I guess Brian's prediction here is, is a he goes on for a while about how much Damien sucks. I could not agree more. I hate Damien, who is the current Robin and actual biological son to Batman and Talia al Ghul. Thomas makes a, a big point of saying, listen, you don't this is not the life I wanted for you. I did not want you to be this person. You need to be there for your son, not not as Batman, but as Bruce Wayne. So Brian is making the prediction that Tim Drake is going to pick up the cowl and become Batman and that Bruce is going to step down, um, especially now that he has proposed to Selina. There's plenty of reasons why he should step down and be a husband and a father and, and try it and, and get that life that he wanted. Um, 
is that a good summarization, CJ? Yeah, no, I would agree. That's that's pretty much the crux of what he's what he's predicting. Okay, so here is what I uh, have to say to that, Brian. Not that I don't think it would be a decent idea, but I don't think it's going to happen, and for multiple reasons. Here's why: um, in the past four, I want to say four years of Batman comics, we've already killed Batman. And we went through this big storyline, quote unquote, killed Batman. We went through this big storyline of who's going to take over the Cal. And everybody knew the obvious choice was Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson is his oldest adopted son, his heir. His, he's the most well-trained and he's he's smart. I would I would argue to say that Tim Drake is smarter than, than Dick, but he does not have the training or the background that Dick does. I know they're promising big things for Tim. I don't think this is it. I think Tim is going to play a bigger role. Don't don't get me wrong. Maybe the, the his bigger role is the fact that he has been missing and presumed dead for a while now. I don't think he's going to pick up the cow. I don't because I don't think Bruce is going to step down. I think we just did this in the last year where we had a storyline where Bruce lost his memory and went and lived a happy life. And was with a girl and was, you know, helping children and doing what he could. And we had James Gordon being Batman. And in in the chaos of that story, Bruce consciously makes the choice to take on the pain and the suffering that he's endured all these years that he has forgotten to be Batman. It, it's, a, it's a very common trope for this character that listen bruce wayne is the disguise batman is him that's who he is i don't think he's ever going to give that up will it be a point of contention moving forward especially now that maybe him and catwoman are, are actually going to be in a relationship and it might you know cause some friction between him and 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 selena sure Will he try to be more active in Damien's life, not as Batman? And maybe he'll make Damien stop being Robin and maybe try to make Damien be a kid for a while, which I'm all on board for because if you are a Batman fan and have more than two brain cells, you hate Damien. Everybody hates Damien. (laughs) So maybe this is Tim Drake's foyer back into becoming Bruce is number two and being the Robin that we all know and loved because he's probably probably my favorite Robin. Dick Grayson is his own character. He's Nightwing. I love Dick Grayson, but Tim Drake is my Robin to me. I'd be okay with that, but I don't think he's ever going to step down. So from an outsider's perspective, right, who my last interaction with Batman and Catwoman was, of course, the movies. Uh, it sounds like this marriage is not only a big deal because, you know, a, a hero marrying his I, a villain's harsh. She's kind of like neutral, right? She's not a villain. She is. She likes to bend the rules. Right. She's like, I don't want to kill anybody. She's but in the gray. She's okay. Yeah. Like you know, she 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 lives in this really gray, murky area. It, it's a great place to kind of open up a discussion of just can that relationship exist, but also how does this trickle down to the rest of Batman's loved ones and, and organization? Right. I, I, will this stick? I don't know. How is this going to affect the rest of the Bat family? Obviously, honestly, last time they got together, Dick Grayson was very outspoken and saying, she's good for you. You don't screw this up. Right. Huh. Um, <laughs> so I, I think she's she's a great foil for him because she is not so despondent and, and terrible and suspicious of everybody. She can bring him out of that darkness. But 
I don't I don't think he's ever going to give up being Batman. So overall, though, happy, good, good use of some drama happening there in the DC comics. Yeah, absolutely. And I can't wait to read it. <laughs> All right. So uh, that kind of nerd listeners, I have done a, a service for you. If you are a um, subscriber to Apple Music, you, you may know that Planet of the Apps uh, has actually released its first episode. And we talked about this uh, a while ago when it was first released a long released. while ago so long ago i didn't think it was happening anymore God, and it made me happy i was i was really hoping it didn't but uh it came on i had 45 minutes to kill and i watched it for you let me you could have rewatched anything i listen i did it for you the listeners so you don't have to well, it's did as, it for me it's as bad as we think it is um it's just 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 bad television like they have like the whole like they keep the, all right, guys, we're setting up the stage and the bells ringing and quiet on the sets. Like that stuff stays in, which is like jarring. Like, a, like an episode of Saturday Night Live? Yeah, or like like a really bad, like, hey, let's do a little behind the scenes Studio 60 shit. No, it's terrible. Don't ever fucking do that. <laughs> You're not Aaron Sorkin. Stop it. Uh, only two like people get selected to like say yes to their app. Um, and it's, it's, just, it's a montage of people going, no, 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 no. And people are discouraged because they're shooting down everybody. Well, no shit. Because you have Will I Am, Gwyneth Paltrow, Jessica Alba, and only one person who has any business being there is a venture capitalist. There's a moment where someone is pitching an app that actually has like some real world applications, would actually be a pretty darn good thing, and would really kind of help uh, a lot of people. And Gwyneth Paltrow, Gwen, uh, Will I Am, and Jessica Alba all kind of go, you know, I really like to help you, but I just don't have the expertise to do that. Well, no shit. Like, you're just famous people. Like, you don't, like, you have, you've never written an app in your life. Like, of course you have no way to help somebody. And then this other guy comes in, right? And he's smooth. He's one of the guys that gets selected. He's got an, an, an app called Pear, which is doing what I want every augmented reality thing to do. I want to look at furniture in my house and see how it looks, right? And I want it to be scale and it be easy. I want to pick from retailers. That's what his whole pitch was. But then he starts changes like, well, I want to give people like the SDK to like make augmented reality and we'll sell them that and we'll own all these maps. He's talking out of his ass, right? Because at one point and I forget the the other guy's name, the guy who actually means anything is like, you know, you're not the only person who can do this. Like another big time developer will just come along and do what you want to do. So I'm not going to help you out. You're stupid. Jesse Alba's like, this would totally help my honest brand. Oh, my God. And he talks out of his ass so much, right? He, he, he's clearly just like, do you know how easy it is to fool Jessica Alba on technical aspects of augmented reality? Really fucking easy. Really easy to fool Jessica Alba. And he gets in front of a VC firm. He makes his pitch and he gets eviscerated because he, he's not like his idea is crap. It's just the way he's going about this is terrible. And you know what's funny about this? And we're going to get to in just a moment. But do you know that another big-time developer came around and did exactly what he did? you know who the company was? Apple. Apple made an SDK for augmented reality and gave it to every app developer last week. So, like, this, this show is terrible. Number one, it's just bad television. It's got the, like, behind-the-scenes uh, set. The, the people who are the experts don't actually have the expertise to help somebody. They just have money and a, and a brand name. And then the moment where you actually like get to a really great app or something that's meaningful, like there's another one called Companion, Google came out and did the same thing that same week. 
that they're actually like wasn't this what we show. were saying the entire time yes, when we were like, talking about this show was just like listen it's so hard to get into this game because you have google yeah. apple all these like giant companies who can do it and do it better and signing with goop or honest or whatever will i am is representing is not going to help you at all yeah the uh, the venture capitalist guy I, I don't care what his name is don't send me an email um he actually funds this companion application and they get a million dollars. Like their, their idea is good because he actually strategizes with them, but they're in the car, like going to go talk to each other and plan. And it's like, Google just did what you guys did. So figure the fuck out. You gotta, you gotta hustle. Uh, it's really bad. It's not good at all. Don't watch it. Skip it. It's, it's just seriously not worth your time. Plan of the apps. It's awful. I watched it. You didn't have to CJ. Your review of Planet of the Apps, much like the reviews of The Mummy that have been coming out this weekend, just makes me want to see it. No. I'm going to watch it. Oh, I'm doing God. it. I'm doing I it. I am not responsible for you wasting it. More importantly, let's life. go see The Mummy, even though it's got shitty reviews. No, my right wife now. wants to go see it tomorrow. I don't want to. I don't want I'll to. go see it. All right. Now it is the, the time of the show where I ask these two fine gentlemen for their tech perspective. Beep, boop, the, boop. That is not the theme. Boop. Just, oh, he's got fancy he's, tech perspective. He's adding drills at the end of it. Not sad tech perspective, but fancy. The part of the show where we talked about Wonder Woman, this is where Josh was just like, well, obviously I fell asleep, so I'm just going to tune out until you guys are done talking. This is where Brian gets to do the exact same thing because we're going to talk about Apple's worldwide developer conference, WWDC. Boop, boop. <laughs> we're just going to talk. We're not going to talk about it all. A lot of stuff happened, blah, blah, blah. I just kind of want to talk about some big ticket items and some some big things that we kind of I refuse to watch WWDC anymore. It's it's just it's like you know what it's like it's like it's like going it's like going to like a bad like improv concert like it's just a like, bunch of bad presenters is the like, problem I can't watch these guys it's, it's present terrible anymore. it's like you you go and you you like you take your friends and you're just like hey yeah. you know this is gonna be really funny and then it's not funny at all even though it's people doing what they love and then like you never hear the end of it yeah. for like the next six months yeah. and then six months later like it finally dies down and then you get a, a a notification saying hey we're having another concert and they're like well hey remember how crappy the last one is but you try it again anyway and it's still just as bad and then you never hear the end of it again and then you stop going but every year you still hear just how terrible it uh, was. They did not do a shit ton of dad jokes this year. There was no Eddie Q in a Hawaiian shirt making karaoke jokes. Awesome. Get rid of that shit. It was rapid fire. The presenters were good, which was, I mean, I that's heard, a rarity. I heard, you know, and, and Craig and uh, Craig Federighi has, has been. <sighs> that man's this on is, fire. This is where I insert my Ron Burgundy, I don't believe you gif. Because <laughs> I don't believe you. Uh, but Josh, anyway, I don't really want to talk about the the people on the stage because we we did that before and yeah. whatever. I want to talk about what you've read and what you took away as important. Uh, so I'm curious I, to hear what you think. I'm going to pan the hardware completely and say that they uh, they seem to really be doing some pretty innovative stuff with iOS and specifically how the users interact with their environment. Yeah. So if anyone hasn't yet purchased a home kit, something right. Like I had a, a thermostat installed that compatible with home kit and, you know, from control center, it's easy for me to, to, to adjust the temperature of my home or switch things up. You know, same thing. There's lighting, there's all kinds of stuff, right? Anything home kit, anything that you can possibly control in your home, Seriously, go buy through. a Philips Hue. I mean, right. 
Right. Light bulbs, lamps, whatever. Power, control, everywhere. This is incredibly nice. And the way that they've modified control center for iOS 11 is very impressive. They so customizable finally. Yeah, it is super customizable and they actually talk about iOS 11 for iPad being almost Windows-esque in its multitasking. I I don't I don't know what Windows is like um at all. So I don't <laughs> I don't know. I seriously Well, no, it's I mean go I think XP and that's still what you're getting. It's Okay, it's, I'm not sure what that means, but okay, multiple windows and, and the snapping is kind of how I feel about it. So fine, uh that's what I'll take from it, but um I I do they sort of they're making a big deal and and some of my friends that are um, very educated about Apple products are really all about this HomePod speaker. <sighs> and, and let me just be very clear. I think the Amazon Echo, Google Home, and any other sort of voice-activated home speaker thing are a total waste of your time and money. Yeah. Total waste absolutely. of your time and money. I agree. They are They are not at all intuitive they don't predict behavior the way that automation should there are really no macros that you can possibly execute other than what you pre-program which is look anybody can do that the only thing that the amazon echo is really good for is if you are a huge amazon house and you want to consistently be able to order things with your voice low, i'll give you that low okay, on, yes. hey, low on okay. toilet paper Great. The ordering. Great. Hey, but Dingus. I, you know what? You know, you know where I can do that faster? On my phone. So I I just, whatever. Can I do that from the bathroom and have a drone deliver the toilet paper to me? Like if I realize I'm out, be like, hey, order toilet paper. They are so good that they can grizzle box that shit into the window of your, of your. Perfect. The bathroom that they know you use. Because the cats are not trained to bring me a roll of toilet right. paper. Very well. And, and there aren't very many of them. So it's hard to find in this palatial estate, but. Wait, there's not a lot of cats. They're very, actually of just a very low ratio. Oh, okay. Cats to males. But Brian has a very specific turlet he visits. In a specific area <laughs> a of a turlet. specific wing. Oh, yeah. He's got one turlet he prefers over all the other turlets. He's got the heated seat. Yeah, that's the that's the one. I bring my right? switch in there. And he gets that shit grizzle boxed. Boo! Like, right through the window. He's good, right? But that's not what we're talking about. This So, look, HomePod, I'm, sh- I'm sure it'll be a great speaker. I'm sure it'll be able to take on Sonos as far as speaker quality because Sonos isn't a speaker company. They're a software company. Fine. No problem. Fine. Right. But the problem is it's integrating Siri and Siri is still very, very, very far from perfect. And I speak, I'm not, I'm not the phone Siri guy. I don't ever use Siri on my phone. However, my car has CarPlay. So when I'm driving, all I have to do is say, hey, Siri, and then I say what I want. So sorry to all of you whose hey, Siri just activated. And what happens is at least 25% of the time, I end up in a screaming match. (laughs) No, I agree. In my car because it's pissing me off. Just do what I need you to do. And none of these, not, not the Echo with Alexa, not Google Home, none of these work well a hundred percent of the time none of them 
Yeah, I, I agree. I, I I get where they're coming from. I'm glad that they came to it. I'm glad they didn't they didn't position it though as a huge Siri assistant. It was hey Siri's a musicologist. Oh yeah, she'll also like set alarms, do the weather, and and that stuff too. Yeah, yeah, but the truth of the matter is that people are buying it so they can go, hey Siri, uh, yeah, hey Siri, can you can you play can you play Chuck Mangione? Feels so good. Uh, no, I agree with you. I and and I've been thinking about this. I lo- I love this gadget stuff I, I love this so i was like i want to get an alexa i like i want to get an echo i was like i don't have any need i don't buy anything from amazon okay google home i'm not in the google ecosystem okay well apple will make something i'm like well what am i going to use it like anytime i need one series she's on my phone so i just go hey dingus you know and then do something like set a timer turn off my lights i don't everything automated i will do through my phone through my ipad through through my macbook and if i want something to read me the new first of all i don't like being read to so don't read to me ever. I it's to the point oh, where you're going to be my, very disappointed in the podcast next week, Josh. <laughs> I don't. I don't let my children read to me. I don't like being read to. I do not like being read to. I hate it. Right. I can. I can look, and I can read. I can listen, but don't fucking read to me. Do not do I, it. He, here's here's what I'll come. And this is this is my big thing. And and I'm going to beat the same horse I've been beating for years. And. It's okay, Josh. I'm going to read War and Peace for the next five hours to you. <laughs> it was the best of times. It was the worst. Of, oh, wait. That's the wrong buster. story. Right. Shit. It's Dickens. Go ahead. I have been a huge champion for ARVR, right? I think this is huge. Apple is now giving application developers the uh, open source SDK. Not open source. They're giving them an SDK to go ahead and put VR in their applications or make new applications that use your camera to do that. Listen, it was a huge success for Pokemon AR. Go, but the problem with Pokemon... Uh, AR, yes. Sorry. Um, it was a huge success for Pokemon Go. The problem with Pokemon Go was Pikachu was not on your sidewalk, right? He was floating ambiguously somewhere that resembled your sidewalk. And now that you can have a, a kit from Apple using the camera correct way, Pikachu's in his right spot. But again, I am a firm believer of this is a great way to buy uh, furniture, right? You make a furniture purchase only maybe once or twice every couple of years, uh, you don't buy huge, big items of furniture very frequently. So you want to make sure that it looks right in the room. You want to make sure that it, it's the right style, that it fits there. So being able to do that with your camera natively is is really great. The other thing that you can do is to put that into video games. So instead of a cutscene or something that you can't really do in a mobile game, no one wants to sit through a cutscene. Make it an AR experience. I'm not talking about three minutes of holding your iPad or your phone up the entire time, but make a one-minute thing happen right there in your video game. You can do that now. I think it's going to make gaming on iPhone really, really interesting and maybe rival right some of the console games and some of the things that have been out there. We've been talking about mobile gaming and the the way in which they make those those purchases and make money is a very innovative way to change the market. I think they can do that. I think Josh Burns' way of changing the world with one in-app purchase at a time uh, really helps out. Um, the other thing, too, is they changed the podcasting app, so it actually looks a lot better and a lot easier to navigate. So if you listen on Apple Podcast, you are going to be happy because uh, it's going to be a lot easier to find that kind of nerd stuff on it. Oh, and there's one other thing that I, I did like. You can do Apple Pay peer-to-peer via an iMessage. Oh, I f- Oh, I totally forgot. I love that. Because when we go out to family pay. dinner or something, so much easier. Well, sure. Just Apple Pay me. Uh, look, Google Wallet has been able to do that for quite some time, obviously. And I've been using Google Wallet exclusively, you know, in exchange, you know, money with friends and whatnot. 
Apple Pay means I can do it from a credit card with a touch. Yep. I know that. I know that it seems ridiculous, but if it takes me less time to set up, I'm about it. Yeah. And and, and it's just a, you know, it's a little easier to do because most of the people that we interact with are Apple people. So, I mean, Brian, do you have a Google wallet? No, right? I'll take your silence and look of stunned face as no. Uh, but you have Apple Pay. I haven't. I don't. I don't use any no, of that. He doesn't stuff. use Apple Pay. I have a credit card in my wallet. You know no. where credit cards are accepted? Everywhere. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You listen. Listen. You swipe your credit card at the wrong spot. Yep. Happened to me already. However, everywhere Apple Pay is accepted, your credit card number is obscured. You are totally risk free. It's a token, not your credit card number. My brother-in-law just had his credit card. Which is not the case with Samsung Pay. Right. My brother had just had his credit card uh, account hacked into, and he lost over $180. I had my credit card um, account hacked and lost about over $400. I got it back, so, I mean, we're all, we're all good. Uh, but I lost a ton of money. Uh, and it was because we used it in places that just had regular swipe and, and chip, not even chip a pin, just swipe. Use it at one unsavory place. Go to one gas station where they they put a, a reader in there, and it, you're screwed. And a lot of retailers now are going to be launching Apple Pay. They're going to have over fifty uh, US fifty percent of US retailers are going to have the ability to use Apple Pay. I think I read the statistic. Don't call me out on that if I'm wrong. I probably am, but uh, it's growing in huge ways. Square has Apple Apple Pay. Listen, it's great, and just from peer to peer. It's what we've been wanting. It's going to be a lot easier to pay for it. So anyway, All very right, happy. Well, you guys are going to have to sit down with me and help me navigate what that hell that is. Very happy with Apple. But again, just for all the Android fans, Craig Phillips looking at you, we're not sold on the HomePod for stuff. What a fucking dumb name. Secondly, just no, no assistant in a can is good right now. Just skip it. It's not worth your time. Yeah. The home speakers aren't good. Uh, well, that is the end of our show today, but we still need your support, and we have some amazing things to let you know. Right now, uh, from June 15th to June 21st, so a big window of time, we are going to have 15% off all of our T-shirts on shop.thatkindofnerd.com. You can just use a promo code, which is TS0617. Yeah, it's weird, but go to the show notes, and you'll have it. It'll also be a banner on our shop, so this way you can't forget it. Again, from June 15th to June 21st, get 15% off T-shirts at shop.thatkindofnerd.com. Also, as we talked about, Brian Roman has been a, a member of our Patreon, which we launched this week, where you can go ahead and help support us every month with making such amazing content. But we also give you early access to our topics. You actually get the show a day early, too, so you can listen to us before uh, it comes out on Monday. And you actually get to interact with us as a community and to make this show what it is. So please go to patreon.com slash nerd or click our show notes where you can support the show with a simple monthly donation. They go from one dollar all the way to 30 so anything you can spare will be greatly appreciated to help make this show an amazing show that you love so thank you so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work i am cj mellon along with josh burns and brian thornton the burns Burns. thank you so much for listening (laughs) we'll see you next week if you love comics and sci-fi and technology television video games and fantasy well, take a listen to our show, I'm sure you'll see There's many points where we can agree Like that Martha as a plot point was just too absurd And Apple versus Android is a case to be heard 
And that Josh Trank's new Fantastic Four was a turd. Well, welcome to the club, because you were that kind of nerd. Wonder Woman! You know what I do? I wake up in the morning and I think to myself, what would be a great name? Killmonger. I'm going to go down the escalator and pitch an app that measures the uh, brightness and power of the moon that will really actually give you the the maximum output from your jade stone that you shove up your hoo-ha, and Gwyneth Paltrow will be all over that. Bloop, boop, 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 boop. Riffing tech perspective.